Welcome to Meeting with the Mayor. Every week live on KKLS The Cowboy, we sit down with Mayor Jason Solomon for the topics of the week from the Mayor's Office, and we answer your questions. Hosted by D. Ray Knight and Mayor Jason Solomon. Good afternoon. I am D. Ray Knight on the Cowboy 104.7. It is time for Meeting with the Mayor. This is your chance for the next half hour to hear from and ask questions to Mayor Jason Solomon of Rapid City, or I'm sorry, the Honorable. Oh. See, Mayor Mark and Sturgis says does the same thing to me. The eye roll, the giggle, yeah, the whole thing is like Jason Solomon is joining us, joining me here in the studio for a meeting with the mayor. Nice to see you again, buddy. Yeah, D Ray, great to be here. Great to great to be on the the channel and say hello to everybody out there. Right on. Okay, so Jason, what we're going to do here is that every week we're going to have give an opportunity for people to meet with the mayor. You know, just like knocking on your door of your office, man. We're going to have this half hour where we can ask you questions, find out about things going on here in the city, find some of the ins and outs of what's going on in city government and, mm -hmm. and things like that. We'll ask you questions and uh, basically just go from there. You cool? All right, let's roll. All right. Just some background information on you first. Are you a native of Rapid City or did you move here from somewhere else? Yeah, so, you know, I was born in West Texas and uh, changed elementary schools a dozen times, but eventually moved up here at age 11. Okay. Uh, my parents had split early on. My dad remarried and moved to South Dakota uh, with my mom here. And so in the late 80s, I moved here for the first time. And, you know, when I first got here, uh, and I'm, I'm, I, I love my Texas roots, but when I first got here, because I'd moved so much, it, it was like coming home. And I remember when I first drove through Rapid City, and I'm with my dad in the back seat. He's driving, and we're driving through town and uh, going through the gap. And I look up and I see this dinosaur on a hill, and I'm like, I, you know, I'm a I'm in a new place. I don't know anything. And I look up, I see this dinosaur on a hill, and I said, Dad, a dinosaur. And he goes, Yeah. Did you see its head move? You know, and <laughs> the car's moving, so I thought I did. And uh, you know, we joked, but when you're a kid and your first impression, and you, it's a new place, but your first impression is a dinosaur on a hill, and it makes me think about fun. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Rapid City was suddenly fun to me. It was, it went from foreign to fun. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, and we lived, my parents still live in that same house. They lived in the late 80s, uh, but this became home. So, you know, I finished elementary school here, did a junior high slash middle school, and then a high school and then went off in the Air Force. So, yes, I was born in Texas. Uh, my y'all is legit. It mm -hmm. slips out every now and then. Uh, and and you'll probably hear that on this uh, this program from time to time. But, you know, Rapid City's home. And then, you know, when I was done with – when I graduated from high school, I, I went into the Air Force. Mm -hmm. And then uh, – Where were you stationed? We were stationed in Colorado Springs. Okay. And uh, did deployments and everything else as well. But when my time was up um, – we could have moved anywhere. My wife, I just got married. We have a young family and one on the way and all that. And we decided to come back to Rapid City to plant our roots and build our lives. So I'm one of those that uh, know I wasn't born here. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and I basically lived all over the heartland, if you consider, you know, Texas, Colorado, and South Dakota. But obviously, decades and decades here now mm -hmm. and, uh, and uh, fully fully engaged in Rapid City, absolutely love Rapid City, believe in the possibilities that are here. And uh, so that's a little bit of my origin story, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, right. I mean, and a lot of people have that. I mean, I, I was raised here, you know, mm -hmm. again, born in Texas, actually, in, right the, pan, in the panhandle. Me too. Yeah. Where, where at? <laughs> Amarillo. 
Oh, okay. Well, I'm south of that in Lubbock, Texas. Okay, so. sure, absolutely, yeah. yeah. But I mean, so I then moved here as a, as as a kid, raised here, left because you know, 18 years old, living in Rapid City. Oh, I'm getting that. I'm out of here. I'm done. I'm not, never coming back. Well, guess what? Most people do come back because one thing I hope people realize who, who live here is like this place is a gem. Yeah. And you find that out living elsewhere in the U.S. It's like, I, this place is something else. You're so right. Even I love traveling. I don't get to do it much you know, these days. But <laughs> well, You're a little busy. I'm a little, you know, yeah. Uh, but what I will say is whenever you go to other places, if you've lived somewhere else or even when you travel, that's when you start to appreciate how great Rapid City is. Same is true with America. You know, when I've deployed overseas or traveled overseas for mission trips and things like that, that's actually when I grow my deeper appreciation for all that America stands for, because you take it for granted. You think every place is just like this. And then you go other places and they're fine. But you realize there's something about Rapid City that's special. And that's something we can never lose. Exactly. And since you were raised here, you realize you remember Rapid City, UK, 80s, probably population around maybe 54,000, something along that. And you've seen the growth of that. Now we're going through, I don't know if you necessarily call it exponential growth, but there's a lot of growth going on in the city. And that's uh, that's probably one of the major things you have to uh, deal with or, or that's a major focus of the city government. Uh, well, that's the total theme. Okay. I mean. The right now, and this is this is even pre-growth due to the expansion of Ellsworth, which is its own challenge and opportunity. Uh, but we have a lot of migration growth here because we're on the map. A lot of folks figured out how great it is. You know, we get nearly 4 million visitors a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the story's out about how great it is. We get to live where people choose to vacation. And that that has never lost on me. And now um, that folks are kind of, you're seeing this reshifting in our entire country, uh, People are moving around, and we're finding a lot of folks coming to South Dakota, a lot of interest in South Dakota, a lot of businesses interested in South Dakota that creates opportunities, and it also creates new challenges. And that's probably going to be the theme of you know my time as mayor is how do we manage uh, – it's not exponential growth yet, but I say it's explosive. Mm-hmm. It's explosive growth uh, in, a, in a way that we haven't seen uh, in at least recent years, probably since the founding of our city you know, yeah. in terms of percentages. But it is – it is wild. Uh, it is. It can be cool, but at the same time, I think a lot of folks are concerned, you know, um, about what that growth means. Yeah. What do you think the primary concern is that you've heard as mayor? Well, it's it's really that it's that it's so big that that is it a great place to live? Because mm-hmm. listen, I I ran on a pretty simple platform uh, with a vision really of. I want this to be a better place to raise a family, mm-hmm. and that sounds as generic as that sounds. That really is the root of everything because we could be a million people in our city, but if we're not a great place to raise a family, we've actually lost. Mm-hmm. We're actually not a great city then. What makes a city great? What makes a city great is where kids can thrive, families can flourish, people can pursue possibilities. So that's really the heart of what we have. So as we grow, and I talk about this a lot, I want healthy growth because as we grow, we cannot lose what makes us special. I have zero interest in being another generic mid-sized city that looks like everybody else. We are uniquely rapid cities. Sioux Falls. Sorry. I didn't say it. No, that's, that's – <laughs> I love Sioux Falls for the record. But, I'm sorry. Uh, but, but there, you know, all over, everybody wants every city to look the same. Rapid City, you, you have to embrace who you mm-hmm. are, just like you, you and I. We learn at a certain point we are our strengths and weaknesses. You, you don't want to trip over your weaknesses, but really the key to life is playing to your strengths mm-hmm. and not just becoming mediocre and average Absolutely, at everything. Yeah. You know, and then you surround yourself with people who are strong where you're weak. Well, Rapid City is unique. And for so long, we try to be a, a, a community that we're not. We're not Miami. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we don't we don't have an ocean around us, but we are where adventure lives. People adventure here, people visit here, people start businesses here. That is something that we actually are. So instead of trying to pretend to be something that we're not, we're a Mountain West community. Uh, we live in a we enjoy a lifestyle that people crave. And not only that, we have to tell people, hey, it's possible here. Whatever it is, it's possible here. But the thing that makes us special is you can raise your family here. Because mm-hmm. if you if it's good for a family, it's good for retirees, it's good for business, it's good for everybody. So that is really the heart of, of why I'm here. I'm in this role temporarily. Uh, I'm a steward and I'm accountable. And someday I'll hand it off. I hope I hand it off better than I found it. But that is actually the goal of everything that I know I'm trying to do. And, and when I talk to people, we t- start talking about growth. They just don't want more people. I mean, that's just yeah, kind of how it is. You do kind of get that. I, mean, I remember when I was younger, uh, people you'd hear people say, well, we don't want to be another Fort Collins. And at the time, I'm kind of like, well, why not? You know, because I've been to Fort Collins and it's kind of cool, you know. But now that I've lived elsewhere, I agree with you. And I mean, I was just kidding about the Sioux Falls thing, but so many Midwestern cities are basically just like, you know, suburbs. And I don't think we want to be that. I don't think we just want to be some like suburb of somewhere else. But we want to embrace what we have here, which is, you know, given to us, you know, it's nature. What's interesting is we're the major metropolitan area for for 200 plus miles. In fact, people don't think about this, but Cheyenne, Wyoming is closer than Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Mm -hmm. That is something that is unique to us that a lot of communities don't have. So it's hard for us to be a bedroom community of any other place because we are it. We're the epicenter of this area. And that's something we should embrace and uh, lean into. Right on, right on. All right, thank you very much. Coming up in just a few minutes, we're going to have a, a segment on this show that I like to call, Hey, Solomon, when are you going to fix that pothole? <laughs> this is where we answer questions from citizens of Rapid City. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll get to that in just a few. We'll be right back with the rest of your meeting with the mayor. Get ready, Rapid City, for another epic journey into the world of whiskey at Mountain West Whiskey Festival, the unrivaled celebration in South Dakota. Immerse yourself in the flavors of over 150 exceptional whiskeys, from classics to rare finds. Elevate your senses with upscale catering and groove to live music in the heart of downtown at the Rushmore Hotel. This is not just an event, it's an experience. Secure your spot now at mountainwestwhiskeyfestival.com because whiskey legends are made in the Black Hills. Hi, I'm Mark Houston, the host of Doc Talk with Monument Health. So endometriosis is a gynecologic condition where the lining of the uterus, which is what's called the endometrium, that same type of tissue implants in other places in your abdomen. This is always kind of a weird way to phrase it too, but I, I think of like a human diet. And so I don't mean eating humans, please don't eat humans, <laughs> but like every animal in the world has its diet, right? So if you cut yourself and if you didn't clot, you would bleed out. Doc Talk from Monument Health, wherever you get your podcasts. Dakota Town Hall is South Dakota's most listened to political podcast. Join me, Murdoch, with my co-host, Jake Schoenbeck, every week as we discuss the South Dakota political issues of the day. Joined by the leaders, movers, and shakers of South Dakota politics, search for Dakota Town Hall in your favorite podcast player or join us every Friday live on The Cowboy for Dakota Town Hall, South Dakota's most listened to political podcast. And now, back to meeting with the mayor with D. Ray Knight. 
And we're back here on the Cowboy 104.7, meeting with the mayor, with Jason Solomon, and we're in the segment we call, When You Get to Fix the Pothole. <laughs> so we have questions from the public, and probably the biggest one that we hear, and I'm sure you hear this one as well, is like, what businesses are going to be here? When's this coming here? For me personally, you know, I would say, hey, Solomon, when are we getting a Chipotle? <laughs> No offense to Taco John's because that's, you know, it's a legend. But, you know, really, something like that. So what, what new businesses are – when's this coming here? Well, here, here's the cool thing. First of all, I'm going to answer the pothole question. I know, I know it's uh, what you mean by that. But, the, hey, folks, there is a pothole hotline, 605-394-4152. If you know a pothole, call that number. We'll work on getting it uh, – filled in soon is that automated is there some poor sap no. that sits there it's, for it's, 12 hours a day it's actually uh yeah it's our streets department number but okay. uh but it we we want folks to know hey you you can go directly and, and report it because obviously we won't know now uh, now getting back to your question it's one of the big questions i get here's the cool thing about being mayor uh i get a lot of interest and a, a lot of requests to meet from businesses looking to come here. Mm -hmm. And some of them are, are folks that you do know, and some of them I can't talk about yet. That's part of the process. Uh, but one that leaked out uh, that I'm very excited about is Chick-fil-A. So Chick-fil-A, that's been on my, I love Chick-fil-A. I mean, every, well, yeah, everywhere I travel, I always have to have the sandwich. And uh, I, I love the Polynesian sauce with the waffle fries. It's really good. <laughs> now, you know, when I was running for office, you know, I'd talk about all these great things we want to do for the city. And I say, well, my secret ambition is is to get a Chick-fil-A. If we get a Chick-fil-A, you know I've actually accomplished my real mm -hmm. goal. That, that, that's, uh, there's, it's, it's humorous. Well, so, you know, we've had conversations with developers for Chick-fil-A. And, um, and we were keeping it down low. And then one day I, I see a headline come across on social media about Chick-fil-A and Rapid City. And I thought, well, that better not have come from the city. Uh -huh. uh, so I look at it and I, and the, uh, the media company had contacted the company direct uh, Chick-fil-A directly and said, yeah, we have interest in Rapid City and, and exploring options. And they are, uh, they are exploring options here. And, and it's something that we're excited about. We cheer, you know, we cheer that on. It's, it's one of those, you know, there are several companies around the country that, that when you get them here, you feel like you made it. Do you remember when we did not have a Starbucks? I don't really drink at Starbucks now, but when we did not have a mm -hmm. Starbucks and we got our first one, people were like, oh, my gosh. I remember when Sonic was brand new. Yeah. And there was a line. I think it was on 8th Street at Mount Rushmore Road. See, I lived here so long, I still call it 8th Street. Oh, same with me. Yeah, it is 8th people Street. People don't realize there was a line for Sonic. Yes, there was. That yep. was back when they had roller skates and things like that. And people are, are fired up about Chick-fil-A. Yesterday, I spoke to 200 uh, military members from Ellsworth. Uh, just on a per, uh, personal leadership development day, we had a uh, long chat. One of their first questions, when's that Chick-fil-A coming? Because wherever <laughs> they live, that's that's a comfort of home they want to have. And a lot of us want that too, you know. And so when you have those kind of, as as silly as it sounds, they're like, it's just a fast food restaurant. But what it represents, what it represents is that Rapid City is at a place where even though there's no other metro area around us, that a Chick-fil-A still wants to be here because mm -hmm. they have distribution issues. That's the only reason they haven't been here before. It's not because of demand. It's more of distribution. They're working through that, and now that opens up opportunities for us. So I'm excited to bite into my first Rapid City Chick-fil-A sandwich, mm -hmm. and we are continuing to work on that. I have a feeling you will get the first sandwich. Or maybe we could do, that as, a, we should do that as a fundraiser. Oh come on! That you know what I'm. Great. You know what I'm saying. Do it as a fundraiser. Yeah. Is that who gets the first Chick Fil A? Oh, you know that's a good idea. 
You know, I'm, you I'm, should you do this for gonna, a living. You know what you're going to find out? I'm full of great ideas. <laughs> and also, I think that you and I could work together using our Texas roots after the Chick-fil-A, Whataburger. Come on. You know. Yeah, you know. And then a wiener schnitzel. Uh, yeah. Taco Villa. I yeah. mean, people don't know, but <laughs> yeah, if exactly. you know, you know. Yeah, if you know, you know. Well, that is fantastic. And an in and out burger, because even though it's not a Texas thing, when you go, they're in Colorado now. I know. California but, but is big, but they're they're incredible my, as well. My wife and I were in San Antonio. We, we were in Texas. We decided we would hit the big three, an in and out a Whataburger, and then also a Five Guys, because we have a Five Guys here. Yeah. And we did a comparison over, over oh, three days. Oh, Five Guys is awesome. Five Guys is awesome, yeah. yeah. But uh, given to the two between In-N-Out and Whataburger, to me there was no – it was Whataburger. Well, right? yeah. don't you think Whataburger has a bit of nostalgia to us? Oh, of course. And it makes it taste a certain way to us. So. Oh, believe me. Living elsewhere in the United States, the first thing I would do when I come back to Rapid City, yeah. Taco John's. Yeah. I mean, it was the first thing I would people, do. People, my friends from high school and people I know who leave and they come back, mm-hmm. the, the first thing they do is go to Taco John's. It's, it's, a, it's, it's amazing. It's, thank it, goodness there's one on the way back from the airport because that's what you do. You get to the airport <laughs> and then you'd say, nah, I know, Mom, you probably cook something, but guess what? Let's just take a detour here. Let's go to Taco John's. Got to get the old Taco tu- the taco Twofer, yeah, no, Taco t- Tuesday. Taco Remember, Tuesday. There used to be a commercial, a radio commercial a long time ago. Yep. Taco yep. Tuesday. And so now in the future, it's going to be people coming here going, oh, man, Chick-fil-A. I got to go to Chick-fil-A. Yeah, well, and uh, hopefully in the near future. Yeah, and some other things as well, hopefully. Yeah, and, and as time goes on. Uh, Can you, he give us a hint b- about b- another one? Come on. You know, I'll say, I would say entities that you know of, <laughs> okay. I've had conversations with. As time goes on on this show, you know, you never know when I'm going to break something on here. So you probably ought to keep listening. Exactly. All right, well, that wraps things up for our inaugural meeting with the mayor, with Mayor Jason Solomon of Rapid City. If you've got questions, go to homesliceaudio.com and look, search for meeting with the mayor, and you can submit your questions there. Also, you can search for meeting with the mayor wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcast, or you can listen live, of course, here on 104.7 The Cowboy every Friday as we have our meeting with the mayor. Thank you very much, Jason. Thank you. God bless you all. Thanks for listening to your meeting with the mayor. Another Home Slice audio production. Website designed by Ricky Clark III. Videography by Russ Haddon. Design and content by Scout Wheeler. Produced by Austin Troop. Audio production from Oakley Tie. Public service, Leslie Klein. Promotions by Mitchell Stafford. Live scheduling by Dean Taylor. And our executive producer is Mark Houston. While we strive to be 100% accurate, mistakes do happen. For retractions, please visit homesliceaudio.com. Learn more about the featured cast by going to thehomeslicegroup.com. Thanks for listening to Meeting with the Mayor, hosted by D. Ray Knight. Another Home Slice audio production.